0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, July 21st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing?
1: Doing, I'm excited.
0: Yeah? What are you excited about? It's, this is show number 200. It is show number 200, you're right. We should be excited. I I told you that yesterday, and then I forgot. <laughs> and then you reminded me. Yeah, I didn't forget. This is show number two hundred over at uh, over at Rotographs. We had a we got a good run. It's been good. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't make a cake or anything. I don't know that we have anything special planned for the arbitrary number that we're celebrating. But show number two hundred over here. And then we did how many shows did we do the year before that? Like thirty, probably. I could go look. I don't remember. I did but it
1: was more than thirty, I think.
0: It was it was plenty. It was plenty. Uh, yeah, so yeah, show number 200 over on the, uh, the Fan Crafts podcast network. So congratulations to us, is what I'm going to say.
1: Congratulations. I, I think you deserve a pat on the back for all, your, all the hard work you put in behind the scenes.
0: Well, thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah. definitely sharing the show with you helped me come up with it. So glad it's been so good. And here's to a bunch more. Uh, we're looking at DFS stuff for Thursday uh, evening. There's two midday games. Uh, Julio Urias is going to Washington to face Strasburg. That's awesome. And Chris Tillman's going to Yankee Stadium to face C.C. Sabathia. That's interesting, too. But those are the only two games during the day, and we're going to ignore that. There's not much to take away from that from DFS, unless you're playing your weird two-game slate, and I don't have anything for you there. We're going to look at these seven games in the evening, though, uh, which are that's enough to to get some from. It's a small slate. I kind of like this amount of games. Do you?
1: Yeah. I do. It's it's easier. I I I, I would like to disagree with you and say no. I prefer the massive 15 game slate where I have 87 names for each position. But no, I I actually do kind of prefer the smaller slates.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's just there's a. I don't know if there's more strategy. It's different. It's different because a lot of people might go with some guys that you think are obvious, and I don't know. It's interesting. So let's go ahead and get into this. Um, for Thursday, Matt. Uh, I only had two names behind the plate. What are you thinking for catchers?
1: Well, b- before we start, I'd just like to say that uh, I don't believe Ted Cruz has endorsed
0: any of our picks either. No. No, he has not. Which, you know what? I, I think that's fine. I think that's okay. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I like to
1: keep it topical here on, on Field That's Street.
0: okay. I enjoy the the good political joke here and there. It's good. Yeah, there was room for it, for sure.
1: Okay. Um, honestly, I had two names, too. I I. Th- I know one of them is the same. I know the other is different. Okay. Okay. I think the same name we have is, is depending on the game you play, uh, Victor Martinez versus James Shields.
0: Okay. I did not write him down. Really? But I, I thought about it. Uh, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Again, it, he's, you know, eligible, you know, some places. Not really get, a catcher. Yeah. But if you can play him at catcher, I'm into it. So, yeah, okay. he's just playing good. you got to pay for it, but I don't have a problem with it.
1: All right. Who was your, like, super obvious pick a catcher?
0: Um, I didn't have a super obvious one, but Sandy Leone just keeps hitting. I, <laughs> Sandy Leone keeps hitting, and he's gonna keep earning starts if he keeps hitting, and he gets Tyler Duffy in the Twins bullpen in Fenway. Uh, the question is if he's in the lineup, but if he starts and he's this hot, you gotta take him, right?
1: the The only concern there is that uh, Tyler Duffy is actually competent against lefties. He's he's rough against righties. Yeah. So that might be- sure. I mean, I could see him picking him in there either way, and I really, I would be fine with it. I think it, it's one of the better picks in the slate.
0: Yeah. It's kind of crazy, because nobody really thought much about Sandy Leon, but I, again, if he keeps hitting, you keep sitting you got to keep going. So, Honestly, yeah.
1: I still don't think much of Sandy Leon. I, I think this is kind of one of those lightning in a bottle things, where you just kind of ride it out. And, and, yeah.
0: We've seen weirder things, but it, yeah. Uh, David oh. Ross
1: in April is, is kind of what this, what this reminds me of.
0: <laughs> Maybe. At least it's in Fenway, at least it's as a part of the Boston lineup, you know, so there's a, there's a lot of good to get from it, you know. And, uh, and the Twins bullpen I'll get too, so I like Sandy Leon. The other name I had, uh, back from the disabled list, Francisco Cervelli is uh, playing again. He's the high floor guy that I like, and he should get on base, okay, and I guess Matt Garza, who's been predictably mediocre, so... If you want to take Francisco Cervelli against uh, Matt Garza, I think there's points to be had there. It's a pretty safe pick. It's not exciting, but it's pretty safe. So uh, those are the names I liked. who do you have a catcher that I didn't?
1: I, I uh, Tony Walters getting Mike fulton
0: I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, Tony Walters is left-handed, correct?
1: Correct. Lefty on righty, so, and that's where you want to be against Fulton-Evich. You know, yeah. Walters, well, he's not, you know, he, he's, I don't know how to put this, Um about as about as exciting as a backup catcher can get.
0: Yeah, because he not a lot of pop, although he is in cores. But he runs, and getting a catcher that runs is nice. Uh, I don't know. He's interesting. He's not great, but he's interesting. But he's in cores. Um, Mike Fultonevich has been better this year than he's been in the past. Uh, the peripherals are not that great, but surface numbers look better. His is under four. Still throws hard, but still struggles with lefties. So I think Tony Walters is a totally fine pick there. Okay. There's a considerable split. So, any other catchers for you?
1: That's it. No. Okay. Dylan, the fact that we found four catchers in a seven-game slate, so we get a pat in the back for that.
0: Seriously, catcher is known to be a bad, uh, a bad position. It's real bad now. Uh, this year, they just they've been stinky. So, um, how about first base? Usually, you can find plenty of first base I only had four, but I'm happy with them. Uh, who are you thinking at first base? I had
1: Three and a half.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: I'm gonna start with Freddie Freeman versus Chad Bettis.
0: I'm fine with that. I didn't write it, but I have no problem with it.
1: Left hand righty in Coors, you know, if 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 ever there was a time to start Freddie Freeman, it's got to be on Thursday, right?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Gets Chad Bettis, who isn't great. It's Coors Field. It's the Rockies bullpen. It's a green light, for sure. I have no excuse for not writing it down.
1: Chad, especially bad in Coors. He's awful at home. Yeah. Uh except Chris Carter versus Francisco Liriano.
0: Yes, Liriano's been real bad this year. He's been showing the typical split. In the past, sometimes he's had backwards splits. This year, he's getting beat up by righties, especially. So, is a split. Yeah, I like that.
1: Uh, and i and never White Sox first baseman. Okay. And I'm including Justin Morneau in this.
0: Really? Tell me what you like about Justin Morneau.
1: I, he appears to be reasonably healthy.
0: Yeah, I'll, okay. He Mike he Especially that, yeah. Would There's, you take a break, too, then? I'm sorry. You would take Abreu as well?
1: I, I guess, yeah.
0: You're just picking against Pelfrey, right?
1: Pretty much, yes. I'm not really yeah.
0: enjoying picking in the White Sox, but yeah. Yeah, Pelfrey is predictably mediocre. So, yeah, I, I'm down with that. Um, I wrote uh, David Ortiz getting Tyler Duffy, and honestly, it's a player that goes on these hot streaks. Hanley Ramirez, three homers on Wednesday. Hanley Ramirez likes to go on crazy hot streaks. It's it's not the obvious one, because usually you want the lefty of the pair, you want Ortiz, but I'm fine with Hanley if you kind of want to zig where everybody else sags, right?
1: I think I would prefer Hanley against Duffy actually.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, because of his uh, particular splits. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't shy away from Ortiz, either. I think they're no, both going to be fine there. So, either one, there's runs to be had there, pick one. Um, I wrote Miggy getting James Shields. We're going to have to talk about James Shields in the show, though, because... James Shields, look out, six in runs over his past four starts, all quality starts. Yep. Pitching like a human being. Uh, <laughs> the bar was set so low. I mean, also, over those four starts, the raw quality starts, 12 strikeouts. Yeah. So, three strikeouts a start. So, I'm not talking crazy upside. I'm not talking like, oh, he's an ace. I'm just saying, becoming like not, you know, a doormat anymore. Uh, that said, I will take Miguel Cabrera against him totally. Especially. I, honestly,
1: in... I kind of. Threw my hands up at that because yeah. uh, Shields does have, have the traditional platoon split, you know, against lefties mm-hmm. typically. But this year he's been so bad that I, it, it's kind of skewed.
0: Oh, his numbers are just—you can't really look at his season numbers no, at all.
1: It's completely useless to, to go by any anything that he's done. So
0: yeah,
1: I I, I just kind of threw my hands up and I'm like, you know, Detroit doesn't really have any left-handers I can I can use against him. Yeah, I'm okay with Miggy, but I I think honestly. It's I really puzzling like,
0: enough to stay away.
1: I, I really like that Freddie Freeman play. I think that's where I'd be spending my money. Yeah.
0: I like that a lot too. I, I agree. I think that's that's money. Um, yeah. And you, uh, I also wrote John Jaso getting Matt Garza, similar to Cervelli. It's just a high floor thing. He's at the top of the lineup. You're not getting a lot of thump and a lot of homers, but should get some points there. Um, okay, on to second base. I only have three names, and one is Ian Kinsler. Getting James Shields and I, same with Miggy, I can see why you would not be super confident. It's not going to shock me at all if they put up a bunch of runs on him, but I would, I, I might hesitate, just not a lot of confidence. Um, I don't know, but but I I love the leadoff guy when I think the team will score a bunch, so I would consider Kinsler against Shields. Um, would you at least think about it?
1: I've got another veteran second baseman I think I like better. Honestly. All right, who are you thinking? Uh, Dustin Pedroia versus Tyler Duffy.
0: Yeah. I like that. So it's a right-handed pitcher that struggled with righties, and is a right-handed batter that has you know, hit righties really well this year. Yeah. So double matchup, good for you. And also a pitcher that's not great, and a bullpen that's not great, and a good park, good offense. It's just all, all the lights are green on this one. I think so, yes. Yeah. Um, my other name, I had that. My other name I have is uh, Derek Dietrich getting Jared Eikhoff. Because mm-hmm. I like Jared Eikhoff. I think he's fine, but he does have that weakness with lefties. And uh, we like Derek Dietrich, and he should be fine there in Philadelphia, don't you think? I would I
1: would imagine so, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you have any other second baseman I didn't have?
1: I did. I had a couple oh. options, believe it or okay. not. Okay. I, I dug deep. I heard to my guy, Jace Peterson, getting Chad, Chad Bettis.
0: I I knew you would. Yeah. I, I thought of it, and I'm like, I'll let Matt say it. I,
1: I'm 90% sure he went two for four on, on Wednesday.
0: I He has the potential to do that, yeah. And now he's going to Coors, and he gets Chad Bettis, so it should be fine.
1: Also, oh, yeah, we uh, Bit of a disappointment on, on Wednesday too. Oh, oh there's the the Rays score eleven runs. Kirkus Alley over five.
0: Wow. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Let
1: me pull this up? Just make sure I got that, that correct.
0: Yeah, two for four, no runs scored. But I mean that that might be kind of what he does with Atlanta, unfortunately. Pretty
1: much, yes. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Uh
0: but yeah, no, he's in Coors. you know, Freddie Freeman can drive him in. I, I like that just fine. I'm not excited about Jace Peterson, but it's a fine place to be. No. Who else do you got?
1: Uh, on Jed Jerko getting Andrew Kashner.
0: Yeah, had himself a day on uh on Wednesday. Did indeed. And he's playing most days now with our boy Johnny Peralta out. He's getting in there and usually prefers lefties, but should be just fine there, right?
1: He's done okay against righties, and Kashner actually has a bit of a weakness against righties so far so far this season.
0: Yeah, and he's been bad. And all the reports are he might not stay a Padre. They're trying to get rid of him, <laughs> but it's I don't know if anybody's taken. A while, yeah. I think. So. Yeah, nobody that interested now. Um. Man, remember when they traded him for uh, Anthony Rizzo?
1: Yeah, and remember uh, everybody thought the Cubs lost or the Cubs like lost that trade. I did
0: not. I did not think that for a bit. Uh, who was it that was was it Yonder Alonso blocking him? There was some like first base competition in San Diego. Ew. That's accurate. Yeah.
1: yeah Pardon my trade, by the way. Yeah. Know, so far this season against right-handed batters, 117 at bats against righties, mm-hmm. uh, 947 OPS against.
0: Wolf. good. No. Okay. All right. Um, any other second baseman for you?
1: I don't know. Uh, Dan- Daniel Discalso versus Mike Koltanevich. You get another lefty just to kind of toss in there.
0: Yeah, they've been finding ways to uh, get him into the lineup. He's not inspiring. They've been playing him in the outfield a little bit. But uh, if he gets in there, it's a cheap play. It's it's Coors Field. Anything can happen in that Rockies lineup. So, it's, yeah, it's
1: a lefty against Mike Koltanevich in Coors Field. I think that's... You know, yeah, the great. It's a fantastic cheap play if you're looking to save.
0: Yeah, he, and again, he might show up in the outfield for you. So, but wherever you can get him in, I like that. Um, third base, I have your boy Travis Shaw and Tyler Duffy. Uh,
1: actually, I didn't write that down,
0: but thinking twice just because Duffy's handled lefties. Yeah. What if it's Aaron Hill? What if Aaron Hill starts? I was so tempted to write that down, I stopped myself. Okay. I like Aaron Hill. I think he'll be fine. The problem, I had him on a fantasy team and he was doing great and then he got traded and now he's kind of a part time player. Um, I like Shaw or Hill getting Duffy. I'm fine with whichever one starts. Uh, your boy Nick Castellanos getting James Shields.
1: Intrigued by it. But Intrigued. I do, yeah. I write do it down, sadly.
0: Uh, our boy Danny Valencia getting Matt Moore.
1: That I had and I'm annoyed that you said it.
0: Yeah. That they've been playing some at first base, some at DH. He's moving around a little bit. Um, we're gonna list him here at third. But wherever he gets in, uh, he likes to hit lefties. That should that should go well. And then that's all third baseman for me, except for a real cheap pick. Uh, I don't. Maybe you said this guy earlier in the air. We have not brought him up much, but uh, playing for, in place of Aaron Hill after he left, uh, the Brewers have been playing Hernan Perez at third base. I'm aware. He's of it. right-handed. In his career, he has not hit much, but he's hit lefties better than righties, and this year he's actually hit better, and he's hit lefties uh, decently, like an OPS over seven hundred. So this is not a, a stud. This is not a run out and get him. But if you want a a sneaky cheap pick, pardon me, a sneaky cheap pick at third base, uh, I would consider Hernan Perez against Francisco Liriano because Liriano's ERA is well north of five. He's been bad. So uh, yeah, I don't know. We don't usually pick cheap picks at third base, but. I, I could see considering that in, like, GPP. Do you think I'm crazy? Yes. Okay, that's fine. We've never, uh, have you ever said Hernan Perez this year?
1: I, I know I've looked at the name. I don't think I've ever had the courage to say it out loud.
0: You've had some bad Brewers guys coming off the bench. Those were maybe more outfielders than Hernan yeah, Perez.
1: He made, yeah. yeah, Kirk Neuenheis, Alex yeah. Kingsley, yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, did you have any third baseman I did not mention?
1: I did. I have okay. uh, Evan Longoria getting Sunny Gray.
0: I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Yeah, Sonny Gray's been that bad. I think he can do that.
1: Righty and righty, but Gray's been especially rough against righty. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Jung Ho Kang versus Matt Garza.
0: He hasn't... Uh, I like that just fine, because Garza's terrible. He hasn't been playing a lot, and I don't know if it has to do with the off-the-field business or not, but they've been playing David Freeze over him. Um, I, I, if he gets in, I like him. I think he's still talented, but yeah, you got to make sure he gets in that lineup, because... Yeah, I looked at, like, trying to, to use him, and I was like, oh, he doesn't start every day. Like, you'd think he See,
1: would. See, there's a note
0: here. Yes.
1: Khan continues to receive regular arrests from Andrew Hurdles sitting roughly every third day for the Pirates. That pattern pin right. you.
0: Yeah, and if you look, he's been maybe sitting a little more than that. I don't know. Just well, I, he- I like the pick. Just make sure he gets in there, because he might not. So, he- um, Okay, I have four short stops. Okay. I my favorite is Jonathan VR getting Francisco Liriano. I think. I like
1: it, but he's not my favorite.
0: Okay, uh, is your favorite Marcus Simeon getting Matt Moore?
1: I like it, but it's not my favorite.
0: All right, it's pretty good. Is your favorite Alledmis Diaz getting Andrew Kashner? I like it, but it's not my favorite. All right, so there's three good ones. Is your favorite Tim Anderson getting Mike Pelfrey? He's not. Uh, no, but would you even consider that? He's getting on base. He okay. hits fine. He hits fine at the top of that mighty white sox line i it, that's a, a cheaper pick i understand it's not a it's not a great one but uh he's hitting 283 which is great he's on bases 293
1: well, I, I would i would tell a lot of listening audience to uh, uh, um, pick with their conscience
0: yeah five homers three stolen bases and 33 games but yeah i understand um okay who do, who's your favorite shortstop because those are my four
1: uh, Xander Bogarts versus Tyler Duffy.
0: Okay, so you're you're going on that that righty split that uh, Duffy has. I am. All right, I'm fine. Xander Bogarts is crazy talented. You know, I'm not worried about him getting a righty instead of lefty this year. So. Yeah. Cool. Any other shortstops for you? No. Cool. There there's five good options for you. That's pl- for a seven game slate. Killing it at shortstop. Plenty of options. I agree. Um, Matt, what, what outfielders do you like for this day?
1: Alrighty, uh, let's start with the slates that I like. I, I worked on Pirates outfield versus Matt Garza.
0: I did, too. Yeah. They all kind of have their flaws, but I think they're all good enough to hit Matt Garza.
1: Um, honestly, the, the, only one I, the only one I might stay away from is, is
0: Andrew McCutcheon. Something's wrong there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the other two should be fine. McCutcheon might even be fine. Uh, Matt Garza's been predictably bad.
1: Except uh, White Sox Outfielders versus Mike palfrey
0: yeah, even Avisa Yil Garcia?
1: No, absolutely not. I'm thinking uh, Melky and Adam Eden.
0: Yeah, I wrote those two down. I want nothing. I, 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 Avi's, Avi's dead to me! Is he your least favorite White Sox player right now? Scott Carroll got traded, so...
1: He's making the case for for the all-time. East yeah. Player. yeah.
0: It's it's a playing time thing. It's because he plays every day that you hate him Correct. so much.
1: Yes, that, yeah. that absolutely figures into it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Next up, uh, Rocky's Outfield versus Mike walton I'm particularly interested in the two healthy lefties.
0: Mm-hmm. But the Cargo and Blackman should both be just fine and have a good good spot there.
1: Let's see, next up, Chris Davis and Jake Smolinski versus
0: Matt Moore. Yeah, absolutely. You said you like Smolinski against lefties, so I went ahead and looked it up. You weren't kidding. OPS like over a 1,000 <laughs> against lefties this year.
1: I know I wasn't kidding. That's why I said it.
0: Murdering lefties. That is not just a, like, yeah, you can kind of hit lefties. Like, no, that's his thing. Like, yeah, I, I like that a lot.
1: Correct, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jake. You know, I, I, I think Jake the Snake is taken by Jake Lamb. I've got to go over the new Jake related nickname for him Jake the Rake. I was just about to say that, and I'm angry that you beat me to it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I apologize.
1: Oh, I miss and my Phillies. Uh, my Phillies slate against Tom Kohler, uh, Odubel Herrera, and Ashy Cody.
0: Yeah, and Peter Borges. If you're believing his hot streak, if you're not, that's fine. But you're right. doing it.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, single guys: Kirsten Yelich versus Jared Ichakoff. Yes,
0: absolutely. Ryan
1: Braun versus Francisco Liriano. Yep, all over that. Wookie uh, Betts versus Kyle Dufay.
0: Mm-hmm. Not Jackie Bradley Jr.? Thinking twice there?
1: I'm thinking twice there, yeah.
0: Taking the righty, okay.
1: Yeah. And Nick Marcakis versus Chad Vettis.
0: Nick Marcakis. Oh, boy. Return of uh, Nick Marcakis, huh? I okay.
1: He's a Braves lefty that is, is probably going to be competent in Coors Field.
0: Yeah. The, the, he makes contact, and it's a good place to make contact. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm not excited about it, but it's, it's viable as an option. Um, trying to see who I had you didn't. I think the only guy I have that you didn't mention is almost as boring as Nick Marcakis. I wrote Matt Holliday getting Andrew Kashner. Righty on righty. I mean, if you think Kashner started with righties, you can say Piscotti, who's much more interesting. Um, but Matt Holliday has hit righties, you know, as well as he's hit lefties this year. Um, on a slow decline, but still still can produce a little bit. So I, I would consider that. But other than that, I had all the outfielders you did. So... We get the pitchers, and on the small slate, this is where it gets really interesting because it's really hard to do. Um, let's start with James Shields. Like I mentioned, pitching, four straight quality starts. It's a bad matchup. He gets Detroit. He's at home. He's not striking people out. Are you even considering James Shields?
1: I would look for more upset in a day like today.
0: Or day like I think, today. yeah, I, I agree. I don't think you're crazy for doing it. There's just not a lot to get from it. Um... I'm considering, so kind of yesterday when we had Wei and Chen opposite Jeremy Hellickson, who did well for you, uh, I would nip typically be like, oh, Jared Eikoff and Tom Kohler, blah. And then move on and I'm like, actually the slate is small and kind of stinky. Uh, I would actually consider Eikhoff or Kohler just, cause, uh, just based on what's available. Not a ton of upside, but are you thinking about either of them? I would prefer Eikhoff over Kohler. I would, too. I didn't have Kohler written down until I got to the end of my pitcher list and realized I had, like, five names. Then I was like, oh, crap. I was like, I guess I guess I would consider Kohler. You just got to hope the Phillies are bad. Um, Ikov I think, has upside. Kohler doesn't have a, a ton. But both could win that game. So um, I'm, I'm thinking about both, but they're not exciting. Um, the ace of the day is Stephen Wright getting the twins, right? Either him or Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright's the only one that comes close, but Stephen Wright's like pitched like an ACL year. He's been great. That's a great oh, matchup for him. Yeah, I, everybody's going to take him. I think you can take him too. The only problem is that everybody's going to take him. But, uh, yeah, th- that's that's a go for Stephen Wright. And Adam Wainwright has been had his moments. You know, he was good last time out. But most important part is he gets the Padres, and he's competent. So I'm not saying I fully believe in Adam Wainwright, but I believe in him against the Padres. Would you agree there?
1: Yeah, and I'm also kind of annoyed that you—I I had a perfect make the right pick, okay—pun set up, and you ruined it for me. So between
0: Wright and Wainwright, yes. Yeah, I—I'm I, sorry, I ruined your your right puns. I, so. I stomped all over them. <laughs> yeah, it's—it's a—they're about where you can go today, um, or Ikhov or Kohler. The only other ones to even like talk about is. I I can't do... Fulton Evich and Chad Bettis are both... If this game were in Atlanta, I could think about both of them. Yes. Fulton Evich has been okay, and Chad Bettis can be okay away from Coors. Now that it's in Coors, you can't really do either of them, can you?
1: No. No.
0: I wish I could. I'm like, can I... No, I can't. I can't do it. Um,
1: you want to talk about Luriano at all?
0: We can, yeah. What? It's, it's that he gets strikeouts, right?
1: Pretty much, yes.
0: Yeah. It's that if he, like, lucks his way into stranding a bunch of runners, there's actually upside there from the strikeouts because 5'11 ERA on the air. I mean, so he has 93 strikeouts in 98 innings. He has, here we go, 62 walks to 93 strikeouts. I didn't know it was that bad, did you? Yeah, I had a feeling. Oh, my goodness. I did not know it was that bad. He is strike, he's walking, he's had control problems, but that is something. His whip is one six one. So there's a blow up potential there in the same way there's up potential with Fulton Avix or Bettis, but there is upside, and that's the important part. So if you were feeling like a madman in GPP, I think that you can consider uh Liriano, with really low expectations. But uh you know, can strike can get enough strikeouts to get especially against the brewers who like to strike out. There's uh, strikeouts to be had there and, and at least get some points out of it, because there's a good chance Fulton, Evich, or Bettis won't get anything. Um, and Matt Moore against Oakland. There's some strikeouts there too, but they have too many guys that can hit lefties, right?
1: I would, yeah, I I, I kind of have to say so. I, Sonny Gray is looking better and better, but I'm, I'm not in love with him either.
0: No, it's a bad pitching day. It's a his ERA is 5.12. Also, his ERA is higher than Lariano's. That's impressive. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, and he's not really striking out everybody either. So I don't know options, but um, it's it's Wright or Wainwright. Trying to stay safe with Iikov, maybe, but it gets after that. It's getting gets tricky. So, you might just have to pay it and be safe with Ryder Wayne. Right, um, Matt. We got to pick some field of streams picks out of this group too, which is even more fun. Mm. Um, the good news. So Kohler's eligible. Iikov is not. Fultonevich is, but we don't want it in cores. Matt Moore is eligible in Oakland. Sonny Gray is not. Um, but from the two earlier games, you can take Julio Urias against the Nationals, okay. or CC Sabathia against the Orioles. Um, neither of whom are super exciting, but compared to what's going on in the evening, uh, are options. Um, I'll go ahead and, oh, man, CC Sabathia got really bad again. I did not realize that. He had his hot stretch. Here, here's his earned runs going back in the game log 4 5 5 6 5. And before that, one zero zero two zero. So uh So the league adjusted to Sabathia just like you thought they would. Uh, I, I was believing you don't for say. I was believing for a second. You were not. Um, you were, like, really excited. I, he, you know, changed his pitch selection, which is the way to do it. And was like, all right. Uh, but no, not going. So I'm not going to take him against the Orioles then when he's been that cold. I'll take Urias in Washington without a lot of confidence on it. But, I'm, uh, I'm probably going to join you in that. Yeah, not a lot of confidence. He'll get strikeouts though, and he's certainly crazy talented. His ERA is almost five, but I he'll, he'll be a he has a great career ahead of him. Uh, we'll see. It's a tough day though. I'm glad you're joining me at least so that we can you know suffer together on this tough day of picks. It's a tough small slate. Mm-hmm. Um, I considered Matt Moore though. Um, all right, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here?
1: Uh, have you been paying any attention to the trade deadline?
0: Uh, a little bit in terms of trades that have actually happened or ones people are talking about.
1: Uh, a little from column A, a little from column B.
0: I've seen what's going on. I mean, the Red Sox are doing everything, you know, trying to make some moves. Got to got to figure out where Rich Hill's gonna go if he can fix Thank his boy. blisters. Uh, why? Why do you bring it up?
1: Well, just because you know the cover traded for for Mike Montgomery today, and they they – my one of my
0: favorite players that I've never seen play, Dan Vogelbach. Yeah, I've seen Dan Vogelbach play. Why? Why do you have an affinity for Dan? Oh, uh, body bat? type. Yeah, he is a he is a big boy, and there was you know questions about whether the bat would hold up, and it had never really quite been there. It had always been good, not great, you know. And then this year he's been crushing it at AAA. There's yeah. there's still definitely DH type, you know. Wasn't going to get there in Chicago, so,
1: so I don't know. It's I'm interesting. I
0: kind of like to see him get an opportunity.
1: I'm kind of excited to see him and Dejo Lee in the same lineup.
0: Yeah, uh, Jeff Sullivan had a tweet today that said they're not allowed on the same elevator, and that made me laugh. <laughs> well, that's, that's not good. fair. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's a Mariners fan, too. It's even better. Um, yeah, no, it's it's about to get crazy, I feel like. Also because like, the free agent market's going to be so bad, it's going to make the trade market even weirder, like with the Pomeroy's yeah, trade see. and whatnot. So.
1: I'm, I'm yeah. really hoping the White Sox sell, but I know there's no chance they're going to sell.
0: They don't typically do that, do they?
1: I don't I don't know what it would take to 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 get Rick and Kenny Williams to
0: actually sell. Yeah, they always prefer to buy, but they don't often buy big. They just kind of like let's get let's get forty year old Manny Ramirez, let's get forty year old Ken Griffey, like little I, tiny pieces. I was
1: one. on board with both of those moves at the
0: time. They didn't really cost him anything, right? No, they didn't. And you're like, all right, like, but they're not also not going to get you over the hump at all, yeah. <laughs> so. What was the last big White Sox trade? It was uh, Todd Frazier, Avisel Garcia. You mean like deadline trade? Yeah, they that they got rid of Jake Peavy and got Avisel Garcia in the three way, right? Correct.
1: Um, I, I don't recall they, deal, they dealt anyone last
0: year. They it's been a while since they've acquired or sold anyone like that. I feel like.
1: Oh, well, Todd Frazier, but that doesn't count.
0: And, yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm excited for it. Excited to see what's going on. Kind of snuck up on me. You kind of hit like, oh yeah, it's finally the All Star break. Oh, it's finally halfway through the season. Oh crap, we're at the deadline already. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. It'll be it'll be some takes. It'll be interesting, I think. Again, just because, free agency is so weird. So
1: yeah, it's gonna be a miserable free agent class.
0: Yeah, but then the one in a year or two is nuts. So I think actually I think um, I think seven uh 17th just is bad. It's the one in like two years that's gonna be like insane.
1: That's a good one.
0: Supposedly, it's, gonna, it's like insane. It's gonna be like game changing one. Like everybody's up. We'll a lot leave. of stars. We'll, so, you know, we'll see how many
1: make it to free agency.
0: That's true. Um, all right. Well, that should about do it for us. Uh, matt is on Twitter at matt d underscore dfs. I am on Twitter at Higginsfos. Uh, love hearing from you guys. Your feedback's always good. Go ahead and uh, holler at us on there. That'll do it for us for the week. I'll be back on Friday morning with uh brad brad and i are doing our live show at 8 a.m west coast 11 a.m east coast on friday Uh, set up the the google hangouts you can watch us record you can show up in the chat you can help us record you can ask questions you can be a part of the show and if you don't feel like doing any of that the podcast will go up as normal friday anyway and you can listen to it anyway but that'll be uh brad and i on friday morning and then matt and i will be back on monday as usual so that should about do it for us for matt i'm dylan Uh, have a good one we'll talk to you then Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis,
1: visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at
0: Rotographs.